Study Article 19 This article will be studied during the week of July 15th through 21st. What do we know about Jehovah's future judgments? Theme text Jehovah does not desire anyone to be destroyed. 2 Peter 3.9 Song 22, The Kingdom is in Place, Let It Come. Focus. We can be certain that Jehovah's future judgments will be righteous and just. Paragraph 1. Question. Why can it be said that we are living in exciting times? We are living in exciting times. Each day, Bible prophecy is being fulfilled before our eyes. For example, we see the king of the north and the king of the south engaged in a struggle for world dominance. Daniel 11.40 and footnote. We see the good news of God's kingdom being preached on an unprecedented scale, with millions responding favorably. And we are receiving an abundance of spiritual food at the proper time. Matthew 24.45-47 Paragraph 2. Question. Of what can we be certain, but what must we recognize? Jehovah continues to help us to have a clearer understanding of the major events that lie just ahead. We can be certain that by the time the Great Tribulation starts, we will know all we need to know in order to endure faithfully and even prosper during that challenging period. However, we must recognize that there are some things that we just do not know about the near future. In this article, we will first discuss why we have reconsidered what we have said about some of those events. Then, we will review some of the things that we do know about the future and the way that our Heavenly Father will act. What we do not know Paragraph 3, Question What have we said regarding when Jehovah will cut off the opportunity for people to join us, and why did we reach that conclusion? In the past, we said that once the Great Tribulation begins, no unbelievers will be able to take their stand for Jehovah and survive Armageddon. We came to that conclusion because we understood that the account of the flood was a prophetic type. For example, We reason that just as Jehovah shut the door of the ark prior to the start of the flood, he would, at the beginning of the Great Tribulation, shut the door on Satan's system of things, thus preventing any more people from being saved. Paragraph 4. Question. Do we now view the account about the flood as being a prophetic type? Explain. Should we view the account of the flood as a prophetic type? The answer is no. Why? Because there is no direct scriptural support for doing so. Jesus did compare the days of Noah to the time of his presence, but he did not imply that the flood was a prophetic type, with each person and each event having a corresponding antitype. Nor did he say that the closing of the door of the ark had any prophetic significance. Matthew 24, 37-39 This does not mean, however, that we cannot learn from the account of Noah and the flood. Paragraph 5, Question A. What action did Noah take before the flood? Question B. 
With regard to the preaching work, how does our situation today compare with that of Noah's day? When Noah heard Jehovah's warning message, he proved that he had faith by building the ark. Hebrews 11 7 reads By faith, Noah, after receiving divine warning of things not yet seen, showed godly fear and constructed an ark for the saving of his household. And through this faith, he condemned the world, and he became an heir of the righteousness that results from faith. 1 Peter 3.20 reads, Who had formerly been disobedient when God was patiently waiting in Noah's day, while the ark was being constructed, in which a few people, that is, eight souls, were carried safely through the water. Similarly, people who hear the good news about God's kingdom must act on what they hear. Peter called Noah a preacher of righteousness. 2 Peter 2 5. However, as discussed in the preceding article, We do not know whether Noah led a preaching campaign to reach everyone living on earth before the flood. Today we are involved in a global preaching work, and we endeavor to have a zealous share in it. Still, try as we might, we cannot possibly reach everyone on earth with the good news before the end comes. Why not? Paragraphs 6 and 7. Question. Why can we conclude that we will not reach everyone on earth with the good news before the end comes? Explain. Consider what Jesus said about the scope of our preaching work. He foretold that the good news would be preached in all the inhabited earth for a witness to all the nations. Matthew 24 14. That prophecy is being fulfilled today as never before. The kingdom message is published in more than 1,000 languages, and by means of the JW.org website, it is available to the majority of the world's population. However, Jesus also told his disciples that they would not complete the circuit of the cities or preach to everyone before he would come. Matthew 10 23. Jesus' words will prove to be true in our day as well. Millions of people today live in areas where the preaching work is severely restricted. In addition, hundreds of babies are born every minute. We do our best to reach people from every nation and tribe and tongue with the good news. Revelation 14.6 But the fact is that we will not be able to share the good news with each individual on earth before the end comes. Paragraph 8. Question. What question might we ask about Jehovah's future judgments? Thus, a question arises What about those who may not have a chance to hear the good news before the Great Tribulation strikes? How will Jehovah and his Son, whom he has entrusted to do the judging, deal with them? The theme text of this article states that Jehovah does not desire anyone to be destroyed. Instead, he wants all to attain to repentance. 2 Peter 3 9. That said, we must acknowledge that Jehovah has not yet revealed to us what he will do in answer to this question. Of course, he is not obligated to tell us anything about what he has done or will do. The picture description for paragraph 8 reads 
three scenes showing why some may not be reached by our global preaching work. One, a woman living where the prevailing religion makes it unsafe. Two, a couple living where the existing political system makes it illegal and dangerous. And three, a man living where the geography makes it extremely remote and inaccessible. The picture caption reads, How will Jehovah deal with those who may not have a chance to hear the good news before the Great Tribulation strikes? Paragraph 9. Question. What has Jehovah revealed to us in the Bible? In His Word, Jehovah has revealed to us some of the things He will do. For example, the Bible tells us that Jehovah will bring back to life unrighteous people who have not had the opportunity to respond to the good news and change their ways. That raises other important questions. Paragraph 10. Question. What other questions arise? Will all who die during the events of the Great Tribulation be destroyed forever with no hope of a resurrection? The scriptures make it clear that outright opposers whom Jehovah and his forces will destroy at Armageddon will not be resurrected. But what about others, for example, who may die from natural causes, from accidents, or at the hand of other humans? Could some of these people be among the unrighteous who will be resurrected in the new world? We simply do not know. What we do know. Paragraph 11. Question. On what basis will people be judged at Armageddon? We do know several things about future events. For example, we know that at Armageddon, People will be dealt with on the basis of how they have treated Christ's brothers. Those judged as sheep will have shown their support for the anointed and for Christ. We also know that some of Christ's brothers will still be on earth after the Great Tribulation starts and will not be taken to heaven until shortly before the outbreak of Armageddon. As long as the brothers of Christ are still on earth, It is possible that honest hearted individuals will have the opportunity to support them and the work they are doing. Why are those facts significant? Paragraphs 12 and 13. Question. How might some react after seeing the destruction of Babylon the Great? Even after the Great Tribulation starts, it is possible that some who see the destruction of Babylon the Great will recall that Jehovah's Witnesses had long spoken of this event. Might some who see these events have a change of heart? Revelation 17.5 Such an outcome would be similar to what occurred in Egypt in Moses' day. Recall that a vast mixed company joined Israel in the Exodus. Some of these individuals may have started to develop faith when they saw that Moses' warnings about the ten plagues came true. Exodus 12.38 If a similar development should occur following the destruction of Babylon the Great, would we be disappointed that people were able to join us shortly before the end comes? Of course not. We want to reflect the personality of our Heavenly Father, a God merciful and compassionate, Slow to anger and abundant in loyal love and truth. Exodus 34 6. The footnote reads 
After Babylon the Great is destroyed, all of Jehovah's servants will be tested during the attack of Gog of Magog. Any who side with God's people after the destruction of Babylon the Great will also be tested. The picture collage for paragraphs 12 and 13 shows a young woman watching a TV news report about the shutdown of religious activities. She's holding a photo and reflecting on her life when she served Jehovah with her parents. Later, she visits her parents' home and they receive her warmly. Outside the house, there is a disturbance on the street. The picture description reads A young woman who left the truth remembers what she learned about the destruction of Babylon the Great. She has a change of heart and returns to her Christian parents. If such developments occur, we want to reflect the merciful and compassionate personality of our Heavenly Father and rejoice that a sinner has returned. The picture caption reads Some who will see the destruction of Babylon the Great will recall that Jehovah's Witnesses had long spoken of this event. Paragraphs 14 and 15 question. Does a person's eternal future depend on when he happens to die or where he happens to live? Explain. At times, we hear someone say, It would almost be better if my relative dies before the Great Tribulation begins so that there is hope for his resurrection. There are surely kind motives behind such expressions. But a person's eternal future does not depend on when he happens to die. Jehovah is the perfect judge. He renders just and righteous decisions. Psalm 33, 4 and 5 reads For the word of Jehovah is upright, and everything he does is trustworthy. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is filled with Jehovah's loyal love. We can be confident that the judge of all the earth will do what is right. Genesis 18 25. It is also reasonable to conclude that a person's eternal future does not depend on where he happens to live. It is unthinkable that Jehovah would automatically label as goats millions of people who live in lands where they never had an opportunity to respond to the kingdom message. The righteous judge of all the earth cares even more about these individuals than we ever could. We do not know how Jehovah will maneuver events during the Great Tribulation. Perhaps some of these people will have an opportunity to learn about Jehovah, put faith in him, and take their stand on Jehovah's side when he sanctifies himself before all nations. Paragraph 16. Question What have we come to know about Jehovah? Through our study of the Bible, we have come to know just how much Jehovah values human life. He gave his son's life so that all of us may have the prospect of living forever. We have all felt Jehovah's tender affection. He knows each of us by name. In fact, he knows us so well as individuals that should we die, he can recreate every unique detail. And restore every memory that makes us who we are. Surely, we have good reason to be confident that our loving Heavenly Father will judge each individual in a perfectly balanced, righteous, and merciful way.
In the picture for paragraph 16, we see the young woman coming out of the Great Tribulation along with her parents and others. The picture caption reads, We can be confident that Jehovah will judge each individual in a perfectly balanced, righteous, and merciful way. Paragraph 17. Question. What will we discuss in the next article? These clarifications actually make our preaching work more urgent than ever. Why can we say that? And what motivates us to keep preaching the good news without let up? We will discuss the answers to these questions in detail in the next article. Regarding Jehovah's future judgments, what are some things that we do not know? What are some things that we do know? Of what can we be confident? Song 76 How Does It Make You Feel? End of article.